today on Divorce Court. I really want to see if this marriage is worth salvaging. Everything with Shay is drama. He competes and he thinks that one person will outshine the other instead of building together. I hope that the judge can help Shay to understand that she needs to be more respectful. He has gone on to sleep with several people that we know through work. We're separated, so I don't feel like I'm cheating on her. I do feel that we both could come together as friends, as parents, and as partners to make a marriage that lasts. I am done with this marriage. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Kevin Scott and Shay Cannon. The two of you have been together for eight years, married for five. You have one child together, but you do not want to be together anymore. Ms. Cannon, you are seeking over $14,000 from Mr. Scott for a variety of things, and we will talk about that momentarily. But before we do, Mr. Scott, I will start with you. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your union and why it is ending? So, yeah, things were up and down you know at the at the very beginning and we had some kind of debacle that made us upset at each other so mm -hmm. we had a break right and to me you know the break was like we weren't talking anymore i mean right. a break in the relationship that was it so then i started talking to a work associate and you know me and that work associate became intimate and so she somehow had some suspicion that uh, Shay saying she had some kind of suspicion that this had went on, and so she came to my house and confronted me. And uh, she came to the house and confronted me, and, and things got wild. You know, um, she was chasing me through the house. I'm running around. <laughs> I'm trying to get away. You know, and, and so things just got real escalated at that okay. point. Okay, Miss Cannon, did you did you chase him around his house? I do recall the chase. Yes. <laughs> and what were you trying to accomplish during the chase? Were you... What, what... I don't know. Well, I mean, if you <laughs> caught him, yes. what were you gonna do? Well, I... I'm not sure. <laughs> Can you tell me about... I was I wasn't talking about that, but that was a good story. <laughs> I want to talk about what happened at the bank. Yes. Right. So... So tell that one. So after that, she confronted me again at the bank. Right. And so we're talking, we're in the hallway, I got my phone out, and she says, I'm just gonna snatch her phone. And she snatched it and ran off. And I said, uh-oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in the moment, you know, she's broken things before my property and things like that. So I was like, okay, she's about to destroy my phone. She darts and starts running towards the bathroom. And so I was like, I gotta get my phone back. So I started chasing her. We literally running through the job. And she falls over, she trips. She had on heels on while she's running. She trips and, and falls on the ground. And of course, somebody is walking by and they see us and we end up getting fired. Did you chase the man down at the bank and get you both fired? I did not. I did not chase what Kevin. Okay. Well, the we, our relationship was up and down. That's true. However, we did make an agreement that we would be exclusive to each other, uh, friends with benefits arrangement, if you will, and that meant no one else. So, 
what I learned about the situation that Kevin failed to mention was Kevin and I had uh, intimate, been intimate that night, and the very next day he slept with the other woman. Uh-huh. So um, when I came to his house, it wasn't with suspicion. I just came to his house because of our arrangement. Mm -hmm. When I got there, I became suspicious and I asked him about it. Right. So when I, so the chase that occurred was in the house when I was asking him about what happened. Yeah, but what, he, he didn't chase you at the bank? You didn't chase I, him at the bank? No, he chased me at the bank. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, he was chasing you at the bank. Yes. So that did happen? That absolutely Cause happened. Because you were running towards the bathroom with his phone. He tripped me. And I fell. <laughs> but did you both work at the bank? Yes. He. Did you think it was reasonable for you to both lose your sources of income so you could see what was on his phone? Absolutely not. So why would you even engage in that kind of conduct at your place of employment? And uh, it was definitely my career. And I felt that he's compromised my career on so many occasions. No, 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 no. Now, Ms. Cannon, I can see what was happening here already. You don't take responsibility for what you do. You know what I mean? Yes. You snatched his phone. I did. And you ran. I did. You chased him through the bathroom. You know, whoo! <laughs> Red flags just flying all over the field. And you know what I mean? You gotta take responsibility for what you do. Yes. You, you with me? Absolutely. Yeah, woo! <laughs> so, um, you say that everything was a power struggle with her, but you were mesmerized by the danger and drama. I want you to explain that to me. I didn't have a key to the house. Knocked on the door. He didn't answer. I started banging on the door. So by the time he opened the door, I was yelling. However, I said, I broke the review mirror. You better check out your Camaro. He said, since you want to break things, I'm going to break your neck. Did you tell her you were going to break her neck? So I understand you were as I said, mesmerized by the danger and the drama. I want you to tell me what happened at the funeral. After that big break, we got together again. Mm. And so with that being said, I was like, okay, well, if we're gonna get back together, let's make it serious. And so I said, let's get married. So we eloped in Vegas and everything started off pretty well. It was cool for a, for a little bit um, <laughs> and then it, it went on the roller coaster all over again. And so, you know, we were on our way to a funeral, and there had been messages before that. You know, I had mentioned, you know, this wasn't working on a number of different occasions. And on this particular occasion, I just, I was like, look, I say, honestly, I, I don't like you, okay? I don't, I don't like you, I don't like the situation, you know, and I would want to, you know, dissolve the mm -hmm. marriage, okay? And so, after that, she, you know, she drove off, at least I thought, and I went upstairs into the house. Like, shortly after, I hear a loud bang, boom, 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 on the door. And I said, why is the police here? So um, <laughs> I go to the door, and it's Shay. And she is, like, in a rage. Just, she has a rearview mirror in her hand. She throw it on the ground. I'm backing up. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Um, she come in yelling. I said, uh-oh, okay, okay. We gotta calm this down. So I had to apprehend her. I said, hey, 
we, we're not going to do this. And right. so as I apprehend her, I said, look, I'm not going to be a part of this. We're not going to do this. I'm about to call the police, okay? And she was like, call them. Call them then. And I said, okay, I'm serious. And, you know, as they arrived, the officer comes in. He said, you know, what's going on? Who called? And I said, I did. And he said, okay, what'd you call for? And she's running around and said, because he's an idiot. <laughs> and I said, wow. And so the officer looks at me, and he looks at her, and he said, sir, why don't you go upstairs and get your clothes ready, and we'll ask her some more questions. Mm -hmm. So as he's asking her questions, he's starting to see more and more that, yeah, this is a problem. And mm -hmm. so after he asked all the questions about the car and damage and everything like that, she he said, we, we got to take you out, okay? We got to take you to the, down to the station. And so uh, she said, no, no, you're not. And I said, wow. So I, I um, you know, I was on my way downstairs. He said, hey, sir, can you, can you go outside? Because we got to take her outside. And so I said, okay. And as I'm waiting outside, five squad cars pull up. And I said, what, what just happened? You know, like five, six police officers go upstairs, and they're pulling her down by her limbs. They're like literally carrying her in Superman form down the stairs. And she's yelling and, and saying, you know, why did you do this? And I'm like, I didn't do it. You, you resisted. I, it wasn't me. <laughs> and so... Miss Cannon, did they have to hem you up and haul you off? <laughs> One officer on each limb? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin um, did leave out a couple parts of that story, so I will definitely inform you of the rest. Uh, Kevin definitely pursued me after I moved from uh, Wisconsin. I left. I don't want to go to Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> I want to know about today. Right now. Okay. Right. So, well, I was leading up to that. So he he said he didn't want to be with me. But what I was going to say is that he followed me the whole time wherever I went. He he was pursue, pursuing me. Mm -hmm. So that the day of that funeral, when we were on our way back from the funeral. We started discussing our son's birth experiences because I was pregnant at the time, three months. Driving on, on our way home, he said, how are you going to pay me for this birth experience? Because I wanted a beautiful one. He said, you need to start giving me 1500 a month instead of the 1000 you giving me. So we had a blowout about the, the finances for our son's birth on the way home. I said, hold on, where is all this anger coming from? He said, I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. I said, this is a bad time to say that because you've been with me for seven years and I am pregnant with your child. He proceeded to go up into the house and then I stayed in the car to reverse and go on about my business, run those errands for the day. I adjusted the rearview mirror. I pulled it really hard in emotion. I was very emotional at that time because to be pregnant and have the person who's pursued you this whole time telling you he loved you from in, in a week after meeting you, that he just is in love with you, that and, and it just seems like we can never be apart, tell you for that he doesn't want to be with you permanently. And in I don't way, like it. In that, that way, day, on that day, on while the you day were in that funeral, state. In that state. I parked, went upstairs. I didn't have a key to the house. Knocked on the door. He didn't answer. I started banging on the door. I thought he wasn't answering on a purpose because I didn't have a key and he locked the door. So by the time he opened the door, I was yelling. However, I said, I broke the review mirror. You better check out your Camaro. He said, since you want to break things, I'm going to break your neck. Did you tell her you were going to break her neck? 
you dead. You're going to rape the neck of the woman who's carrying her, your child in her belly. You're going to break her neck. We need to speak. Oh, in our relationship, he was very controlling. If we, he picked me up for a date, and I was late coming out. He would accuse me of sleeping with someone else and yell profusely. Mr. Scott, did, would you accuse her of cheating on you? Did, 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 were you a little jealous? Is sleeping with other people allowed during a relationship break? Tell us what you think at facebook.com slash divorce court. Divorce court will be right back. Now, Mr. Scott, you had me dancing down the trail with you, thinking that she's just, just outlandish and crazy, but did you actually say to her, I will break your neck? I said that. It was in a heightened... I said it out of anger. You knew who she was and what she was doing, and you decided you liked the danger. At the point when you get sick of that, you can't just... just... become an aggressor and threaten somebody's safety. Having said that, I'm going to say this to you. Do you understand that you were on a continuum of crazy with him? Yes. You understand that? Yes. You understand that you kept coming at him with different waves and waves of anger and crazy and police and going on, and at some point, somebody's going to get sick of that. Doesn't excuse it, but do you understand how you brought on that own, your own hysteria? You with me on that one? Uh, to an extent, absolutely, but I, I just feel that it, it, it gets very one-sided, because there's a Will lot... you tell me your side? What has he done to incite that level of, of, of dismay and, 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 and lightning rod behavior on your part? So, in our relationship, he was very controlling. Um, if we, he picked me up for a date, and I was late coming out, he would accuse me of sleeping with someone else and yell profusely. If I'm on the phone and I'm breathing too hard, he would say that I was having sex with someone while we were on the phone. He, he, just, was, he just got really controlling and uh, he just lashed out a lot, yelled a lot. Um, it, it, and every time he did that, it did cause me to react. So, a lot of things that happened were my reaction. So, I, I do bring on a level of spontaneity and crazy, you know, in some situations, but it's not the danger that he talked about. I think that our situation was a catalyst for both of us. Mm -hmm. yeah, because you, separate... you were just toxic. You, you had no business exactly. being together. Exactly. Now, Mr. Scott, did, would you accuse her of cheating on you? Did, did, were you a little jealous? Were you at her about those kind of things? I was. I mean, who is on the phone and is breathing? Uh, uh, uh. I was trying like to sound sexy. That was my sexy voice. <laughs> Do you really think? No, but, 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 but on a rational and on a real, if she's cheating on you, flagrantly doing the nasty with somebody else, why would she be on the phone with you? Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, no, of course. Does it make sense? But not at the time. Not at the time, no. Holy cow. Why? When you said you missed the danger, what did you mean? I don't know. It was like just mystery and uh, she's very smart and, and that would intrigue me on different levels and, you know, just the stuff that she did, it would, 
I don't know. I was kind of excited by the drama, you know, right. by the things that was happening. It's, yeah. But... I got some things I want to say to both of you. And then I got to get to what, what happened when you had that baby. That was so deep and so dramatic. And those things that were happening while your, while your child was being transferred between the two of you, so deep, so compelling, and so much to say to you about being co-parents to that child, where you're headed, and what you need to do. What are the warning signs that a relationship might become toxic? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. At some point in your union, you had a baby. And she was pregnant when the chaos happened at the funeral. And you knew that. Did you not? Yes. Yes. Did her pregnancy change your point of view with respect to her at all? No. It didn't make you feel more protective or, or need considerate of her? Or you were just so toasted by then that you were done? Yes. Ms. Cannon, how do you believe he treated you while you were pregnant? Probably the worst that you could imagine treating a person. Give me an example of something that he did during your pregnancy. He left, uh, he left when I came back home after the 15 hours in jail, everything was gone. Both cars were gone. He emptied out the apartment? It looked like he never lived there. And we had lived it together for four years. I couldn't, there was no trace of him. So I had no car, I had no vehicle. So I walked to work or caught the bus to work the whole time. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Um, the house was not entirely abandoned. I only took my clothes. That's all I took. But besides did you take the both cars? Besides the two cars, yes, I yeah. did take the two cars. Okay. I figured if she was going to threaten to damage them and destroy them, that they really didn't mean anything. And we only lived... They didn't mean anything. She's pregnant. She, you know, pregnant with your child. I understand that. But we only lived 10 minutes away from work. A 10 so minute she drive. can just hope her little pregnant behind the work. We have Uber nowadays. It's not something that all we're right, not living all in. All right, <laughs> listen. I, I'm going to adjourn, but I got to come back. I got to talk about the cheating. I got to talk about the birth story, which was deep. I got to talk about the, the, the custody story. Now I got to talk about that $15,000 you want. So we're going to adjourn this matter and reconvene. Uh, this matter is adjourned. She was aggressively pursuing me in the house. There, I couldn't, I you couldn't escape. You and just couldn't get away from I couldn't get away. I found out that he was indeed having an adulterous affair with another woman. I had never known before that. Within 24 hours, he was in Vegas. He did. Oh, he left right after the birth? Yes. She had the baby. They put the baby in the NICU. The neonatal intensive care unit. Yes. And you went to Vegas. <laughs> 